0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Let's Bus You Up podcast. My name is Esther Aik and I'm your host today and I'm absolutely buzzed to be here. I apologize in advance, I've got a little bit of hay fever, so if I sound a little bit stuffy and sniffly, again, I'm really sorry, I'm going to do my best to get through this without getting all meh. So today's topic is the thrifty CEO, nine tangible ways to cut business expenses. Yes, some of them are a little bit different, but bear with me. There is a plan to my madness. And I'm going to start off with a little bit of a different one. I'm going to go straight into a more environmentally sustainable way of cutting some costs and jazz it up a little bit. So the first way to save money in your business is to reduce energy usage by turning off lights and equipment when not in use. Yes, I know this is a little bit of an odd tip when it comes to business operations, but with the cost of electricity starting to creep up, it really does pay to get really efficient with electronic equipment and, for example, the lights. There are some really efficient lights available on the market and also appliances that have a lower energy consumption. I'm not saying go completely overboard By turning off all the lights and making all your staff become super aware of what uses electricity. But computer screens, for example, if they are left on for long periods of time, they do potentially overheat and they gather a lot of dust and they do potentially become, not saying that it happens often, a fire risk, for example. Now, by turning the screen off it not only extends that life expectancy which is super important when you're managing budgets and things like that for office equipment and staff resources but again it manages to ensure that there isn't any electrical faults that can cause incidences in your business and if an office has say 10 screens, that are actively being used for 8 hours a day, but remain on, even on standby, for the rest of the day, that's 16 hours of electricity used. Times that by 365 days of the year, that's 5,840 hours of wasted electricity. Again, times that by 10, that's 58,400 hours the employer pays for no rate of return. That's actually a really scary amount of money that could be reinvested into somebody's salary. The second one is use digital communication methods such as email and video conferencing to reduce travel and mailing costs. Now, this was one of the biggest changes that the pandemic brought home for us. It became such a convenient tool. It allowed people to communicate with each other from any location at any time without the need for physical proximity efficiency rates of work output increases because of the real-time information exchange without the delay in arranging again that physically present face-to-face meetings thus bringing in the cost savings by eliminating the travel costs including travel time and for example physically mailing papers to people especially if it required a signature, digital signatures are absolutely accepted these days. Now, obviously, with the improved record keeping, such as Zoom recordings, it makes it so much easier to improve customer service. And as the technology continues to improve, it becomes way more accessible to all levels of business, saving a heap of cash along the way. Now the third one is purchasing office supplies in bulk to take advantage of discounts. It is still incredible the volume of office supplies that are used on a day-to-day. And the trend may have moved away from the stationary orders having a boatload of pens and paper in them to now moving towards ergonomic mouse pads and walking desks. It still pays to regularly do audits on your staff requirements and the age of office equipment. For example, it might pay to buy all the office staff new chairs in one go and secure a better deal than buying them one at a time. A good office chair can cost an employer several hundred dollars each. So buying a bulk can often secure a nice discount, saving a heap of money over time. I mean, my boss would love some serious cost saving when it came to some of these very expensive chairs. Mine is rated for a certain weight. It's got this fabulous little twisty thing on the back so that I can adjust it to suit. And it has a nice height adjuster on it. And when I looked it up online, <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was expensive. But in saying that, I've had it for the past eight years now so the cost of return you know the the rate of return on that he's they've obviously got a fair bit out of me so spending that little bit of extra money on a chair you know it really does pay off so that's definitely an interesting area to keep an eye on your savings Another one is review and negotiate contracts with suppliers to ensure that you are getting the best deal. Now, this is something I've mentioned before in previous podcast episodes, but it is such an important area to look at when it comes to cost savings within a business. I mean, the main reasons for this is that by reviewing and negotiating contracts, you can identify areas where potential money leaks are, but also areas you're overpaying in. And with regular contact with your suppliers, it ensures that you're keeping up to date with market changes. This can help you stay competitive by securing better terms and conditions than your competitors. And with today's climate towards mitigating risks, keeping a close eye on contracts and regularly updating them can help identify potential risks and liabilities and mitigate them through appropriate terms and conditions. Now, risk mitigation is so uber important in business these days that this is definitely an area that you can save a heap of money when the fine print is clear, defined and understand, you know, you've got that relationship between your suppliers that you totally know what's going on and you're not taking any risks. Another one is use open source software and free online tools instead of paid software. Now, depending on the type of business you operate, obviously, or even just personally, you know, the personal use, using open sources software and free online tools really can save a ton of extra user fees. The beauty is that this form of IT is often at the forefront of innovation with new features and updates being added regularly. Zoom and TikTok are two great examples. Zoom, for example, if you keep your meeting minutes under 40, is free and you can record to your heart's content. And TikTok's, TikTok's in-app creation tools are really great compared to the opposition. Or there's another software editing tool out there called CapCut, for example. Although CapCut is still only a phone app and not a desktop app. So when creating content for desktop saving, you will need to look potentially elsewhere. Another one is hiring freelancers or part-time employees instead of full-time staff to save on salaries and benefits. Now, this is a massive area for potential cost saving within a business. In New Zealand, we tend to call in subcontractors where they bill us for their time or service via an invoice. You, the business owner, only pay for the actual time spent doing that task rather than the entire year, including unproductive, unproductive downtimes. More businesses are going towards this model, and it's a fantastic option for startups. The only drawback is the contractor works to their own schedules, not yours, so it might require some forward planning of required tasks. Now, especially if you're in a niche market or a niche business and you have very limited access to genuine, really high level subcontractors so it pays to have those timeline conversations with those subcontractors before engaging with them so that you can organize your timelines and work around potentially their timelines and ultimately if you guys know what their kind of planning times are then you can still work around and save a heap of money in the business because you're utilising the time doing other things while the sub E is working somewhere else. I hope that makes sense. Another one is implement a remote work policy to reduce office spaces and utility costs. Again, the pandemic showed us that staff can successfully work away from the office with a large number of corporate businesses changing to hot seat offices. This is where no one has a f- fixed desk anymore. Instead, they book a desk for the days they're actually in the office. The only dumb thing is instead of the boss paying for the coffee in the morning and the coffee in the afternoon, you know, it now sits with the staff member working from home. The cost-saving utilizing a remote work policy is potentially massive for the business. Now, another one is use cloud-based storage and software to avoid the need for expensive hardware and maintenance costs. This is indeed becoming way more popular. Software like Dropbox, yes, there is a fee, but when you compare it to consistently having to upgrade your hard drives, the fee is minimal. The ability to scale up or down as needed allows for flexibility and adaptability to changing business needs. Often this form of software can be accessed anywhere with an internet connection. As the software is a paid subscription or license, the owners of the storage software have to provide incredibly high levels of security to maintain their responsibilities to their clients' privacy and they also tend to deal with any updates and maintenance. This results in cost savings of the business not having to have an on-site eye out IT staff member in their business. So big, big savings. And these particular softwares normally have a 24 hour help desk. So there is no need to wait for business hours or or the traditional business hours. You've got help on standby whenever you need it. Again, big saving in costs because you can continuously, if something does go wrong, You can just get back up and running in no time. Now, the last one I've got is keep track of expenses and create a budget to identify areas where you you can cut costs. This is a no-brainer, and these budgets need to be regularly checked and updated. Sometimes it can be overwhelming to try and manage this by yourself. And I have personally found that by having an accountant to do the books, any red flags that do arise are dealt with much sooner than when I was trying to do it all on my own. Again, saving a ton of cash for my business that I can reinvest strategically back into the business growth. Whew, that was a big one. So just to do a quick recap, because I know I went through that quite quickly, was First one, reduce energy usage by turning off lights and equipment when not in use. Yes, I know, that's a very tangible way of saving money in your business. The next one was use digital communication methods such as email and video conferencing to reduce travel and mailing costs. Now, we know this works because of we've had a couple of years now with the pandemic to really dial this in. The third one is pre- you know, Purchase office supplies in bulk to take advantage of discounts. Again, this can actually result in quite large savings over a long period of time. So definitely worth looking into. The next one is review and negotiate contracts with suppliers to ensure that you're getting the best deal. Again, this brings up some of that potential risk mitigation when understanding your contracts. The next one is use open source software and free online tools instead of paid software. Again, the beauty of this is it's normally cutting edge and being able to have that kind of access to updated and current software can sometimes mean your leaders in your own field and your customers get reap the rewards as does your bank balance. The number six was hire freelancers or part-time employees instead of full-time staff to save on salaries and benefits. Here in New Zealand, we often use subcontractors. And yes, they do potentially save you a heap of money because you don't have all those ongoing costs with having full-time staff, but it can cost you potentially a little bit in their schedules, not fitting quite around what it is that you want done. So a little bit of juggling there to make that work. Only sometimes. Number seven, implement a remote work policy to reduce office space and utility costs. Now, we know that this works because, again, the pandemic showed us that working remotely is a thing. And in some cases, staff are even more productive because they don't have that commuting time. So, and it sounds like, especially the business I work for, Uh, they are continuing a form of remote work to ensure that they still have that happy life balance with their staff, which is super cool. And another one is use cloud-based storage and software to avoid the need for expensive hardware and maintenance costs. Now that one is absolutely key in some instances especially if you can't afford to buy all the expensive hardware or hard drives or the externals that sort of thing and especially if you're a startup sometimes just paying a little bit of money for that particular software makes a huge difference in your bottom line. And the last one is keep track of expenses and create a budget to identify areas where you can cut costs Now, it's really important not to go into extreme cost cutting mode because it can be a really expensive activity later on down the track, especially if you're starting to muddle with your potential opportunities of growth within your business. And because you've cut the cost, you just haven't quite been able to, well, have those opportunities because you are being tight with your money now if you are ready to fast track your business and achieve even more financial success it is said that you have a three percent chance of becoming a millionaire by yourself but with mentorship there is an 83 percent chance of actually becoming a millionaire that being said come work with me and my one-on-one private business coaching containers my clients have achieved some incredible business turnovers and are continuing to scale to new levels so let's buzz you up and leapfrog your business profits. Till next time, have an incredible week. Keep on buzzing and I'll catch you later. Thanks again for being here today. In the show notes, you'll find all the links to my social media platforms. Do pop in and say hi. I hang out mostly on Instagram on the @buzzyouup page or you'll also find me at esther.aken. Please help yourself to my free confidence or courage subliminals. These are the best kept secret to changing and levelling up your mindset and getting next level results. You can find them on the www.bizyouup.com website. That's B-I-Z-Y-O-U-U-P.com. I'm going to be cheeky and thank you all in advance for helping your girl out with your awesome ratings and reviews and hitting that follow and subscribe button. Till next time... Buzz you all later and have an incredibly abundant week. Bye.